This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, 8750 fans who are on a budget? Teespring, who does our merch, is doing a sale until April 17th. So if you go and on checkout, you enter friends and fans 25. So it's F-R-I-E-N-D-S, the and symbol, F-A-N-S, 25. You'll get 25% off of your order. So what are you waiting for, man? Treat yourself. Dan, first again. What up? What's up, dude? Chilling, bro. It's like late for you out there, isn't it? It's pretty late. That's eleven. Do you like to stay up late? Um, yeah, most nights. And my wife and I are watching a show that we're binging, and it's a lot of fun. So, what are you guys watching? It's called Beef. You seen it on Netflix? No. What's that? Dude, I love it. It's um, Ali Wong and Stephen Yen. Oh, we did see the preview for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's apparently based on a true story. Is it funny? Because it, I was said it was a comedy, and then we watched the little trailer like thing where they show you a clip. Not funny. So it was like I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's not really comedy. It's more like a uh, you can't believe this shit is happening type of show. But it, it gets pretty addictive. It's pretty fun. Okay, we were, good, we were having a good time watching it. Two got- or three nights ago, we started watching Hello Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And you know that we're at the bottom of the barrel for stuff to watch because I don't like to watch anything that's serious. And it was like, fine. Because it has a really like, here's it's like a very fallout feel where it's like the 1950s, but also futuristic. And I fucking like that. I like that a lot. It's like, oh, we got robots that make you milkshakes. But like, we're all like, hey, guy, why don't yeah. you take the jalopy on down to the soda shop and get yourself a hand job? Huh. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good so i think we're probably a little past halfway and yeah i don't know I don't, like do you know anything about it no i've seen like the little trailer for it <clears throat> are are you currently watching mandalorian yes okay this will be the segment i said we were going to come back and do news we'll wait on that this will be the segment where we talk about like tv shows and stuff what do you think about the mandalorian i am not caught up oh, okay yeah did you I... like season one and two yeah, yeah, sure. I did. But I really haven't liked anything else Star Wars that's come on Disney Plus. So like I'm souring on Star Wars content right now. Well, can't wait for you to watch season three, buddy. Because if you're souring on Star Wars, wait till you see season three. Kelsey, we're talking about Mando. Uh Dan has seen season one and two of Mando. It's the only part uh, of Star Wars he likes anymore. You know what, Dan? You uh, might want to not watch season three. Yeah, just avoid it altogether. It will ruin Mando for you, and it will be terrible because I, too, loved Mando seasons one and two. She even calls him the Mando because she has so much respect. (laughs) It's so true. I do call him the Mando. However, this episode has 
fucked on the Mandalorian so hard in so many different ways that I am now left with a shell of what I thought the Mandalorian was. And I'm going to need a sad song. Can you play a sad song for me? And I used to love how masculine he was and how he was a bounty hunter and how he liked to like kill dudes and was like really tough. And now it's all about fucking Bo-Katan and his fucking child. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> it's so bullshit. <laughs> I shouldn't have hit the button twice. Yeah. It was too much. Bo- Bo-Katan is it's all about her. It's it's yeah. Basically when they say the Mandalorian, I guess they never specified which Mandalorian we're talking about because it's all this whole season is about her and them doing re- stupid fucking fetch quests. She saves his life about a hundred times. Do you want me to tell you anything or no? I don't care. Yeah, good. Yeah, you'll episode two. She's already saved him two times, and then uh, he gives her the dark saber. That's what we just saw. Lizzo fucking shows up with Jack Black. That was fucking weird. And Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. Oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd was in there for God. I didn't even know that dude was still alive, but apparently he is. Dude, I didn't know that either. And it's not that Jack Black and Lizzo are in it. I don't really care. It's just like they were a king and queen of some like. You know know how the prequels were very lame because everything was plastic and CGI and it didn't look like lived in or real like the original Star Wars. Yeah. Well, they decided, fuck it. We'll just go back to making shit look CGI and fake and too squeaky clean. And they they live in there's like manta rays floating in slow motion around their heads, and they're having like a posh party. They're even they even ripped off Alice in Wonderland where they like play croquet with those little fucking hedgehogs. They're playing a game of croquet with little fucking roly poly bugs. And uh, Lizzo babysits fucking Baby Yoda, even though Mando just met this bitch. He's like, yeah, I guess I trust you to watch my fucking little youngling guy with his rip-off Yoda, cha- not Yoda, his Frodo chainmail. Hey, there you go. That's brutal. That sounds bad. It's real bad, dude. It's just yeah. Mandalorian being a bitch. He hasn't fought a single fucking person. He has gotten into nope. a couple of space battles, like in his like Naboo Starfighter. He did that, but uh, that's all he's done. Yeah, I'm not loving Star Wars right now. Um, I could not not care fucking less about Star Wars anymore. And I was going to bring this up in the news segment, but we're kind of stalling for Vex to show up. Has she given us an update on what what a hell? No, she hasn't responded at all. And I just tagged her and no response. Cool. Okay, I was going to bring this up in the news, but I guess they had like this Star Wars thing, but they did it in Europe for some reason because I don't know. And they announced that, okay, there's going to be an Ahsoka show. Did you guys watch the Ahsoka trailer? No, no, <laughs> it's just chick after chick after. I mean, clearly Ahsoka's a chick, so whatever. But then it's like got a star pilot being like, oh, man, they're coming in too hot. I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's just it's all ladies. It's like, ah. is Rosario Dawson still the. Oh, yeah. Um, Ahsoka. OK, Oh, you betcha. You betcha she is. And again, I don't really give a shit if there's like some female pilots and some dude pilots, whatever. But what is just like it's as many women as we could fucking shove at you. Who fucking cares? Because let me tell you what, your target demo, Disney, is not women. Why don't you get that? There's Vex. Hey. Am I I right, though? Like, little girls don't like to go out on recess and play fucking Star Wars. That's a fucking boy thing. And it's not because there's not enough women in Star Wars. It's because it's the type of shit that they don't fucking like. 
Yeah, that's true. They don't like that shit. Well, that's why um, Disney bought up Lucasfilms and Marvel because they had the market on little girls with the Disney princesses, but they didn't have the market for boys at all. Okay, then why are they making all Star Wars and Marvel so chick-centric then, if that was their game plan? It started off, it's a bait and switch. It's a bait and switch. You get your male audience hooked in for the first, like, let's say, like, six, seven years, and then all the ESG score stuff started coming in. So now they have to meet that requirement. What's the bait and the switch? That's the bait and the switch, is you lure in the male audience, and they'll stick around because you're still making shit that they like. But they're not making shit that they like. Sorry, let me... Yeah, let me rephrase that. They're still making shit that's attached to an IP that they like. Yeah. Oh, because, Dan, I don't know if you've noticed, but in a lot of the stuff that Disney does lately, especially, they like to be like, hey, do you like Thor? Yeah. You like Thor? Cool, man. Well, uh, he's going to take the backseat, and actually Valkyrie and Natalie Portman are going to, uh, they're going to run point on this. Uh, you down? No, I, I haven't liked the Marvel movies since, um, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So that's what like they've been doing in Mandalorian. They're like, hey, you like you like the Mando, yes? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Here's some redhead. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Here's Lizzo. <laughs> and here's Lizzo too, because And mm. she's fucking terrible actress. She's terrible. Like yeah, and her swore. her and Jack Black being married, a married couple, is not even I mean, they, you, they're an they odd were couple. married in that clip. Yeah, yeah. They like they don't like seem friends. like. Yeah, they don't <laughs> seem like they would be together. They don't seem like an actual couple. They didn't sell it very well. Like Lizzo and the whole was, was fucking weird royalty on that planet, and then she married Jack Black, who I think was like royalty of another planet. But he's or he just married her and is now royalty. I don't fucking know, dude. It's really bad. Vex, back in the day, you were going to come and review season three of The Mandalorian with us, and you back were like... Back in the day, like a month ago? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And then, so, you were going to, like, catch up on one and two, and then then you're like, nah, fuck it, I'll just jump in on season three, and then you're like, you know what, fuck it all together. I don't even want to watch this shit. Yes. I was upset with you for pussing out on me. But fucking A, did you make the right call? Because this season <laughs> always sucks so bad. Yeah. But is, is someone okay there? It sounds like someone dropped for a moment. No, oh, it's me. Just fiddling around. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this season sucks so bad, you guys, that we have forgotten to talk about it like four weeks in a row. That's what I was saying. I don't see the episode reviews coming up on Spotify, so I figured that you guys hate it so much that you just don't want to review it anymore. There's like, there's one coming not... out tomorrow morning. For which episode? Uh, just basically episode two up until last week. <laughs> we just oh, recap okay. it all. Sum- and it's a just, summary. Yeah, it's just a bunch of us saying this show fucking sucks. What what even happened? It's like yeah. it's like John Favreau was like, "Oh, you're gonna make me fire Gina Carano, and I don't get to do my vision anymore that I had." Then fuck it, I'm just gonna fuck this whole thing up, and then he'll—I bet you—he'll leave in a year. Ooh, that's my conspiracy theory. Is he's like, I built this world. This is the only good thing that Star Wars has is my show, and you're fucking with me right now. Fuck it, fuck it. I'm so I'm taking the like Titanic right into the iceberg. It boggles my mind that Kathleen Kennedy has a job. She's the head of Lucasfilm, right? Yeah. She took the biggest media empire of Lucasfilm. Like, think about it. Can you think of too many 
chunks of media that have bigger world-renowned fanfare? I was going to say, uh, just don't put fucking women in front of franchise. Man, Vex's internet connection is not, not good. No. Not good. I was starting she, to wonder if it was mine. It's hers. It must be the new place she's staying at. Yeah. But they take... She took the most massively popular thing. Disney buys it. She's, she's in charge. They're going to make an entire world for it at Disneyland and world. And they're like, all right, Kathleen, you fucking got it. You worked on these movies with George, man. You fucking know you're, you're Steven Spielberg's right-hand lady. You fucking know, dude. We trust you. And she fucked it to death. How has she still got a job? How? ESG score. Find hire a different woman. Just be like, look, lady, you need to retire. Okay, you're retiring. Got it. Don't make us publicly fire you. I think you need to understand at this point, it's not about okay. Yes, you get a woman, but it's also about pushing the message at this point. Which was it, Bob? Bob Iger, I think it was. Hasn't like he came out and said like it's about pushing the message now. Basically, good so luck, they buddy. They don't care about the content anymore. Well, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how very that plans out. Strategy. Yeah, very um, bold strategy. So the, I guess they came out with a trailer for Ahsoka, and I watched it. It's, yep, more fucking shit I don't care about. Good luck with that. Like that, That's like Andor. I so don't care about Andor. I'm not even watching the show. And it turns out that's probably the best one that they've made, but I don't fucking care about Andor, so it can go fuck itself. Um, what is Andor? <sighs> you don't like, know. Why anything. does no one care about it, I should say? Oh, okay. So... It's a Andor shows up for the first time in a movie called Oh, drawn a blank. Rogue One. And okay. we see Andor die. Like he's only in that one movie. He steals the plans to the Death Star, and then the Death Star blows up the planet that he's on and he gets eviscerated. Then okay. they made a show that's a prequel to a character that people didn't necessarily like love in Rogue One. Like he was in Rogue One. People liked Rogue One, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's moving too many action figures. It's like, I don't know. He's all right. He's there. And they're like, well, here's a prequel about him. Who fucking cares? Like, I know how he dies. For the sake of content, almost it felt like. I just hate prequels. It's like, I know where all these stories end. The interesting thing about a story is not knowing where it ends. I know where it ends. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, okay. Like, he's never going to be in any sort of danger because I fucking know how he dies. So who's Ahsoka then? I don't know who this bitch is. Oh God! Okay, so by Rosario Dawson. No, Kelsey, you don't know Star Wars. You pipe down. I know that, but I mean, in the Star Wars universe, like, where does this character play? Because I, it seems like there's a lot of women, especially that like her. Actual people being in movies, like actual like human animate, like what is it called? Live action. Live action. (laughs) They did episode one, two, and three, right? And it's about Anakin Skywalker and Anakin. Then they made a animated tv show that takes place called the clone wars yes i've heard of that i tried i've all i've heard is people say how good it is i was bored Mm. enough on night shift i tried to watch it it's so fucking dumb so fucking dumb it's a kid show if you're seven it's rad (laughs) you're in your i've heard the same thing like adults love it i know right it sucks anyway it's all about anakin skywalker and he is I guess he's got a Padawan. So he's training a Jedi. That Jedi mm-hmm. that he's training is Ahsoka. And when he turns over to being Darth Vader, I think he killed her. Mm-hmm. But then they just retcon that. And we're just like, no, nah, she got away. <laughs> <laughs> but so she was Anakin Skywalker's little trainee. Like protege. Yeah. 
And then she fucked off for forever. And then she showed up in Mandalorian. And people are like, oh my god, Ahsoka, she's not dead. And she's live action. Rosario Dawson's so cool. And it's like, I guess. Like, she has two white lightsabers. Kind of fun. So, is this, is it, are they just going to keep bringing people back from the dead? Was this the point of the MCU doing the multiverse just so we can bring people back from the dead? I don't know. I, so here's, and then going. So John Favreau and Dave Filoni are kind of in charge of Star Wars at the moment. And Dave mm-hmm. Filoni is the guy who did Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And so he, he really likes Ahsoka. He likes that character. Like, that's kind of his deal. And so you better believe that that's going to be the focus going forward. And she's a non-white woman, too, which I guess... I mean, she's an alien. She's got she's fucking orange. <laughs> yeah, but like people like I see people cosplay as Ahsoka and because she's got the orange skin, they'll tint their skin orange and then they'll accuse people of doing blackface when they do that. Like she's being played by a black actress, but she's not a black character. Half, she's... half black actress. Whatever. She's fucking orange. Yeah, she's orange. That's what I don't get. How is it blackface? If she's that beats the only person who should play him her. Whatever. It's Donald Trump. Okay. I'm orange. She's <laughs> orange. True. Yeah. Or 2003 Paris Hilton. There you go. That's right. Otherwise, you're being racist. Okay. Ridiculous. See you on set. Hold on. I, I, will I, be, um, I will be. I will be right back. I'm sorry. New York. <laughs> she is killing it this episode. <laughs> yeah. She, I don't. I think she reached the level of like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. It's just my cats keep fucking bugging me, so I'm just gonna go put the diffuser. <laughs> You're not on supposed to be listening to this. Get out of so here. Like, calm down, and I'll be back. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I need her so we can move on to our our new media because her and I, she and we, have been watching Ted Lasso. Dan, have you been watching Ted Lasso? Now he did say he had to mute himself. He did, and that he would be. Yeah, he said that in the. Twitter. Kelsey, what the fuck is going on? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, but have, I'm here for it. Whatever it is. A, we have a crowded house. Don't dream it over. Four people. If yeah. you just got that reference, fucking fist bump right there. Um, Four people here, but it's just me and you talking. Yeah. So you haven't been watching Ted Lasso. I have not. I haven't started. I'm scared because like the Mandalorian was ruined for me. And now it's I'm scared. Not ruined. Ted- you can still watch season one and two, and it's rad. Just pretend it ends at season two. Yeah, but see, now I'm I'm concerned that Ted Lasso is gonna fuck on me, and so I haven't it's, watched it or watched it. It's not nearly as good as season one. I don't think anything will be as good as season one of Ted Lasso. And season and, two wasn't even that good, so I was like, no, season, season three two is sucks. gonna suck ass. Season three is better than two. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Like I'll you should. Like, I'm sorry. Do you have just so many things to watch that you don't have time for? No, Ted Lasso? I have like we... nothing to watch. So fucking watch it. I know. I just I didn't want them to ruin. Then it. you can catch up on the conversation with like me and Mrs. Yeti because we watch it every week. Okay. How many episodes am I behind? Like four. <laughs> like four or five, yeah. And you'll notice that uh, Roy Kent wears a Garmin. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he does. He's rad. Is... He's the best part of the whole show, I think. Oh, definitely. Um, but it's so weird that he wears a Garmin because it's an Apple show and it's like all Apple products, all iPhones, all that kind of stuff. So you'd think he'd have an Apple watch on, but he's got a Garmin. Well, that's because he's a badass. Mm-hmm. He's exempt from that whole Apple bullshit. Vex, you back yet? Or was no. that Dan? I don't know. Um, Another thing that's driving me crazy is that like, 
the character of Keely is driving me insane. First of all, her and Roy Kent would never fucking date. Yeah. Roy Kent is like a badass. He's stern. He's just like, hey, stop fucking around. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like perpetual. She's not even like, oh, I'm just a cutesy 30 something. What did I miss? What did I miss? Hold on. We're starting to talk about Ted Lasso. Um, I just told Kelsey that she needs to catch up on season three, that season one was really, really good. Season two, not that great. But I think season three is better than two. No, still dog shit. Uh, I still think it's better than two. I did not say it wasn't dog shit. I just said it's better than two. And I don't think it's absolutely dog shit. Oh, now, so is it dog shit? Like, should I not watch it? Stop being afraid to watch something because you won't like it. Like you get just as much <laughs> entertainment from something you don't like as something you do like. At least I do. I love pausing it and ripping into like I was just saying, the character of Keely is so fucking annoying because yes. she's not just like I'm a cutesy 30 something. She acts like a perpetual fucking nine year old. And I can't see any man taking her serious like as a somebody to date in a serious relationship. No fucking way. Are you kidding me? That's who you bring home to your to like your parents is this chick who's got a fucking clutch that looks like a fucking poodle like nah dog nah okay this you bring you now you're bringing up a very good point i hate every single woman on this show every single woman on this show is just huh. basically the modern woman they think they're boss bitches they sleep around they have no relationship status i like their self-value comes from work and they have no femininity to them Look at so Rebecca, right? The uh, the MILF manager or whatever. I actually really liked her character in season one because I was like, okay, she's bitter from her divorce. She's trying to establish herself as like her own person and whatnot. And she was like trying to be strong, but she realized the error of her ways because like that's what Ted did, right? It's like he he kind of brought out the best in everyone, and that's how the team kind of came together. And then all of a sudden in season two. She just becomes this 50-year-old spinster who sleeps with dudes half her age, is just perpetually angry about her ex-husband and isn't trying to move on. That thing about her dating Sam. So Sam, if you don't, (sighs) Sam is a player on the the soccer team that she owns. And Mm -hmm. she's like, we looked up the the actress. I think the actress is like 52 Mm -hmm. or 48 or something. And we basically. Yeah. And Sam's like late 20s because he's a professional athlete. In what fucking world? Oh, hold on, hold on. He says how old he is in the show. I think it was like 25 or 24. No. What was Younger. it? Younger. 19. No way. Yeah. You're fucking with me. I'm That's serious. weird. Yeah. The That's actor so who gross. plays him is at least 25. Oh, yeah. Plus. That's fine. But the character is 19. But that's weird to be like he's 19 because he doesn't look 19 at all. Um, I know, but it's like a Bella Ramsey, like Ella Ellie type of situation. But anyway, oh, no. totally in... different from that, though, because this is just this is literally a predator. Don't get have. me wrong. I could see a well off woman in her 50s being like, I want to bang a professional athlete. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I cannot see a professional athlete being like, I'm going to bang some old broad. What are you talking about? Well, here's the thing. I can believe the bang, the old broad part. It's like, oh, I want a relationship. With I know. The they were like, broad. oh, we're going to get married. And uh, like, we, we can't be together. It's like, she's going to have osteos- osteoporosis. <laughs> so, Kel, are you caught up on season three? No, I, I am. She, Kelsey hasn't seen yeah, shit. I, I, am. Okay. I don't want to spoil it then. But, <sighs> okay, fuck it. I I'm don't care. Go it. for I'm it. sorry. Okay. Yeah. You remember how in one of the episodes of The Last of Us, is Dan still here, by the way? Yeah, he yeah, said he has to mute gonna... himself. Okay. Yeah, he had to mute for a second. 
Can you remember how in one of the episodes of The Last of Us, there was the black chick, Tommy's wife. She's like, ooh, I'm pregnant. And we discerned from like how she used to be a district attorney 20 years ago that she's like 50 and pregnant. Yeah. Same thing happens here. Well, we don't Milk know. Milk bitch gets pregnant. No, 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 no. So, Kelsey, she goes to a tarot card type chick, like a, a spiritual woman, and she's like, I can, you're going to be a mother. And Are then we Rebecca about gets. Keely or, no, or we're Rebecca. talking about Rebecca. Milk manager. Okay. And so Rebecca gets all mad. She's like, How dare you? Like, I used to just think that you were just goofy, but you were harmless. But now I can see that you're actually evil. She didn't say that she was going to get pregnant and become a mother. I think she's going to end up with somebody who already has a kid. So here's, okay, here's where I agree with you. So I don't think she, because like she also alludes like, oh, I'm late. And then Keely's like, what do you mean? And she's like, um, I'll discuss it later. Right. And you're just like, oh, God, it's period talk again. Whatever. Um, Who has she even banged lately? It was Sam. And then that other random young dude that we saw her with. So um, like that would be because like in the timeline, like her and Sam have only been apart for like a month now ish. But um, was it uh, fuck, where was I? I lo- oh, her 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 weird slutty friend. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Bex or her? Becky. Well, oh no, no, she Rebecca. Uh, fuck, Sid. Sassy, sassy, sassy. Okay, sassy. Sassy's a single mom. She's super jaded. Also, another woman who just sleeps around, and she's got that weird twelve-year-old kid that knows about pedo jokes and dick jokes. So I think Sassy is probably like something will happen to her. And then what will end up happening is Rebecca will take over the kid. And that's why they built up that whole, oh, getting to know your aunt again after six years thing in season two. I agree with Bex. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back, back, by the way. (laughs) You show up just to be like, I agree with Bex. Hey, I agree with Bex. I think she makes a good point. Are you eating That's actually something? not bad. Yeah, what do yeah you I'll eating? go back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> so he's just sitting there listening and eating. I'm here if you need me. Okay. All right. But yeah, I just... <laughs> He'll just jump in to agree with you. <laughs> I do appreciate that he muted himself, though. Yeah. Mad props. Most people that's actually that. not bad, except for we haven't heard about her daughter at all this entire season. I feel like the, if that's going to happen... The daughter showed up um, and like... Episode three or episode four for the wedding thing. Or the funeral. Sorry, the funeral. Who died? Rebecca's father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. And remember how it was really fucking cringe that at her father's funeral, first of all, they sing the Rickroll song at the funeral and try to make it moving. Cringe. Second of all. All these women are screaming and giggling about how they're just basically horse. Okay. They just sleep around and Rebecca's sleeping with a man. That's literally a child. And they're doing this all in a church at a funeral. That's right. I remember that. Um, really fucking cringe. That's not and the 12 year old is in on it too. Here's my theory. In season one, Ted Lasso should have ended up with Rebecca. That would have made all the fucking sense in the world. That. That's what should have happened. And I, my conspiracy theory is that they were like, well, yeah, we are going to have that happen, but we just got signed on for two more seasons. So if we have so that happen, it out. if we have that happen at the end of season one, we're kind of fucked. So how about we have him 
Mm-hmm. Fuck around with Sassy, and she fucks around with like a player on the team, and that doesn't work out. Blah blah blah. And then when we start winding down the series, then they'll get together because that makes all the sense in the world. He yeah, bakes her I, I saw the chemistry every there. fucking day. Yeah, they've had yeah. a ton of chemistry in season one. Mm-hmm. Ton of Remember, yeah. she like went and picked him up to go like help deliver presents. There was some when he had his panic attack. She helped him out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were so many different moments that are like, yeah, this is you two bonding and you guys will become a couple very clearly. And it's, yeah, it, that makes more sense than fucking sassy, right? Um, but here's the, now that you bring up Ted, here's the other Ted, like they just completely got rid of any development that Ted had and just made him like a fucking low T bastard. <laughs> um, no, okay. no, 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 no. He told off his ex wife this last episode let in a me, very okay, nice let way. Me, let me explain. Okay. Season one, Ted, super happy guy, right? To the point where people around him find him annoying and everyone around him tries to take him down. But his happiness and like his just like extreme optimism is what ends up getting the team to start working together. It gets Rebecca to stop being so like vindictive against people around her. It gets like Roy Kent to open up to the idea of romance a little bit more, right? All these people start to develop positive traits because of Ted, right? Then in season two, because Ted also in season one talked a lot, right? That was one of his character signatures. But whenever he would say something, there was, even though he was talking a lot, it wasn't just nonsense. There was intent behind what his character was saying. In season two, they just make him talk for the sake of talking because that's a character trait. And he just ends up babbling and not really contributing anything to any of the character growth. And then second of all, they take, again, oh God. They basically turn the show into Sex in the City, which was really weird. It becomes really focused yeah. on all these loose women. There's no soccer played in all oh, of season two. That, that's what we've been talking about. Like in season three, then it gets to like Keely or Kaylee or whatever. And she's got like her own little business and she's doing blah, blah, blah. And then she hired a friend of hers and it's, it's kind of working, not working. I'm like, who fucking cares? What is the soccer yeah. team doing? Where, I, yeah, where's, that's what I want to see. I, I don't give a fuck Richard. about soccer whatsoever, but like in season one of Ted Lasso, I like you knew where they stood in the standings. You knew the in, inter, like the different relationships that players had with each other. Yeah. Like this guy fucking dogs in yep. every sense, right? Like and Jamie Tart and fucking Roy Kent, like they have a rivalry and they don't like mm-hmm. each other, but they got to figure that out and like they got to win this next game or they're fucked. Mm-hmm. so i just don't and then they emasculated basically every male character throughout season two so like the soccer team whenever you did see them on screen were doing some really fucking queer shit and i'm talking like the haircut for instance when sam d- like goes on the date and he finds out it's rebecca all of the players are gathering in the fucking locker room and they're like oh my god he's gonna get a haircut and again first haircut in a year and again and again i'm just like are these men are these soccer players like and then there's the weird um like girl club that fucking ted and all the managers form and they don't really talk about diamond dogs yeah (laughs) they just like talk about pussy shit i'm like what yeah i like i don't they emasculate even roy kent so there's an episode in season two where Keely is starting to like, I guess, because Roy and her work together in the same place and then they live together. So she was like, oh, like we're around each other too much. 
And instead of being, because this woman's like, what, 34, 35? Instead <laughs> yeah. of fucking talking about it, she just fucking blows up at him one day after watching an episode of Sex in the City. And mm-hmm. Roy, you'd think with his personality, oh, like he's going to get upset at her or he's just going to walk away, right? No, this dude literally, oh, it was all my fault. I made you a bath. Here's some rose petals. And then yeah. he just simps on her. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. You- this bitch no, totally real just went Roy Kent would be like, okay, then get the fuck out of my house, you weirdo. That's that's yeah. what I mean. Like, why? Like, this makes no. Like, you expect a dude to be a mind reader without her saying anything at all? Are you serious? Are you, so now in season three, and here's where I could say some positive things. Okay, I do like that Jamie Tart is trying to become a better person, and now throughout season three, he's trying to become a better player. So now Time out. the right. In yeah. season three, they have made Jamie Tart, who's an attractive fella. Don't know the name of the guy who plays him, but he's an attractive guy. They've made him look like a fucking idiot. He looks like Justin oh. Bieber when Justin Bieber was doing drugs. <laughs> he looks like he looks like um, Chad Squidward. That's what he looks like in season three. <laughs> he looks like <laughs> he looks like a retard. One of the Backstreet Boys. That hair. I, I pointed that out to Dan at the scene, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on with this hair?" <laughs> it's bad, yeah, bad. Um, but yeah, now him and Roy have put aside their rivalry for the sake of the team getting better. And so Jamie can keep developing as a person, which I actually do appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's good. a good development. And they haven't fucked it up yet. But okay, here's the other thing. The little brown dude. What's his name? Nate. Nate. Okay, Nate. I don't know if you've seen a picture of Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, but Nate and Sadiq Khan are literally one for one, a splitting image of each other. That's hilarious. And I do me, love how they still call Nate the Wonder Kid when he's got gray fucking hair. <laughs> like the Wonder Kid. It's like the Wonder Kid. He's 58. Because he's the size of a fucking chicken nugget. That's why. <laughs> um, but like, it's just, I'm just like, are you really like Sadiq Khan has an ego like IRL. And I'm just like, this literally just feels like a pitch to just like gobble Sadiq Khan's cock. That's really all this feels like um and he also is i don't know he just got evil out of nowhere i felt that didn't make any yeah. sense yeah in season two they decided he was going to be like the bad guy now it's like oh, i feel God. like they could have built that up way better or spread that out a little bit more so it made more sense because he seemed to he went from being ignored to being appreciated and he valued that and then instead of actually like using that to maybe like oh like i want to be appreciated more for the one the one thing he did right i should say <laughs> right the one thing he just instead becomes an evil little prick. And then suddenly he's an expert at field plays. Because he was a towel boy, so he's an expert. I I just... I do like Zava, though. I like. Yeah, Zava's great. I like Zava, too. And then, did you see... So they have, like, one of the players on the team who's, like, just a, a guy that you've seen on the team before. He's never really done anything. One of the episodes, they decide that, like, he's gay. And here's his, like boyfriend yeah. thing and then the boyfriend what's the point of that i'm sure it's gonna come up but like the boyfriend guy is like oh like we'll smash when i get back from singapore or whatever and he's like okay and then he's like i'm a man damn it i'm a man and then uh he goes to the team dinner like sam's opening a restaurant or somebody sam know is knows is opening a restaurant someone he knows yeah the whole Potential team gets invited to interest. go the whole team gets invited to go early and they're all hanging out. And then like the potential gay fella, like, well, the gay fella, 
he brings like his boyfriend, even though no, nobody else on the team brought a date. <laughs> it's just the team there, but he brings, and then he introduces him to the team as like, Hey, this is the best wingman in the game. And then the boyfriend guy is like, Oh, well, it's not that hard to be a wingman for you. All I have to do is be like, Hey, my best friend is a professional soccer player. Want to bang him? And then they're like, <laughs> yeah. So clearly he <laughs> hasn't come out to the team and that's going to be a whole thing at some point is him being like, yeah. guys, I'm gay. Now, here's the one thing that I really hope happens, and I'll be so happy. Vex, stick with me. Okay. What if that moment comes where he's like, hey, guys, I'm actually gay. And they go, we don't care. It's 2023. Who gives a fuck? Would, not that, would that not be the greatest moment I ever? would love if that happened. I would love if that happened, but let's face it, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a whole like, well, we accept you. It's fine. Because like the, the writer guy is writing a book on the team, and he saw them making out that night that they went to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, oh. Oh, I, just, I noticed this. I just, yeah. I, this, this, I don't know if this is just like maybe people are getting dumber or maybe we've just allowed the standard to drop so much, but like dumb TV is getting really popular for no fucking reason. Season one was good. Did you like season one? No, I loved season one, but yeah, like season one Ted was Lasso so good. is still gaining popularity throughout season two and season three. I feel and like I, season two was just incredibly rushed. It was just garbage. No, season two, it was clearly that they needed to check boxes. And then they just decided to input a bunch of shit that didn't matter. And then they <laughs> forgot it was a show about a bunch of soccer players. And now season three, I do feel like is better than season two, but still kind of like, what? But I feel yeah, like th- um, they know what they're doing. Just what they're like, doing is bad. The the game against um, uh, West Ham that happened in the last episode, right? Yeah. Okay. First of all, that whole thing came out of fucking nowhere. I would have liked if they built that up a little bit more. Because just suddenly there's this rivalry that's supposed to be between Nate and, and Ted on the on the field. That made no sense because they haven't interacted whatsoever since Nate left. The other thing, too, is like Ted didn't even really realize that Nate was a bad guy until Nate left because he started spreading shit. Yeah. And on top of that, the, the, like literally this game came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. They should have built it up a little bit yeah. better, like a lot better, because clearly that's going to be like the season finale will be. They have a rematch like kind of clearly that's probably what's going to happen do you think they'll win in the end do you think they'll win the league like maybe because may but maybe not because there's probably another season right i this might be the last one. Oh, really if this is the, I last, hope this one, is the last one if this is the last one then ted and rebecca will be together and they'll win it's that type of show where they will. oh you no know, oh okay then if it is the end because remember that in the last episode Ted asked Sassy to go on a date. So now I now this is even more confirmation that Sassy might die or something. <laughs> Sassy's because going down. Here's the other thing that we've gotten over the course of season two and season three is Ted clearly misses his son yes. and he enjoys being a father. So if Sassy's out of the picture, now he has like a stepdaughter that fulfills that fatherly need he wants. Yeah. Might be onto something. Guess um, we'll find thing, out. What? Yeah, the other sorry, one more thing about Ted. Um sure. this fucking mental breakdown also fucking came out of nowhere. In throughout season one, there was no indication that Ted yeah. was on the brink of anything. And then all of a sudden, opener in season two, he's fucking having a panic attack. 
I feel what? like they had a really good idea for season one. And then it got so popular that they Apple was probably like, hey, you're like the only thing that people like on our network. So fucking let's go, guys. Here's money. Fucking do it. And they were like, okay, well, it's going to be rushed, but here we go. And then like COVID was happening too. So I'm sure that that slowed everything down. But yet like they got season two out real fast. So did you did you see a couple weeks ago that the cast of Ted Lasso was at the White House? No, I didn't see that. No, yes. I didn't see that either. So in this is like uh, like the second last or last week of March. So in order to celebrate soccer, okay, instead of inviting you know an actual American team, they invited actors who help support. They didn't actually even invite like aside from the guy that plays Roy Kent, they didn't invite anyone else who actually plays a soccer player on that show. So it was Ted, Rebecca, Nate, and the guy that plays Roy Kent, right? Yeah. All four of them were at the White House to celebrate soccer. Oh, don't forget the the journalist guy was also there. Okay, they, they held they held a press yeah. yeah they held a press conference. That's and so stupid. At the press conference, people like a guy was like, "What? What the fuck are you doing? Why won't you talk about Ukraine and the aid package?" And then that stupid chick that they have running the press thing now whatever her face. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like, please calm down. Please remain orderly. Like this isn't appropriate for our guests. And I'm just like, these are fucking actors. Like only one of them is imitating a soccer player on a screen and they aren't even imitating an American soccer team. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a weird promotion for a TV show. Right. Like what? Huh? That's really weird. Why, why would they even be there? I don't get it, Bex. I don't get it. So, Kelsey, what do you think? Have we sold you on the show? Are you going to watch it? I'll probably watch it because I don't have anything else to watch. Like, you so. may as well. We left out a ton of stuff. It's uh, garbage. Dude, Bex, I'm excited for you to watch uh, Severance, Bex. Yes. Um, so, Dan had told me about Severance some weeks yeah. ago. Mrs. And- Yeti and her whole family have watched it. Okay. Did they like it? Yeah, they did. Okay, I, I started episode one, but I was really sleepy, and then I fell asleep, so I haven't finished episode two. Um, but episode one, I really, really, really enjoyed. It's it's wild. I can't yeah, even see your wild. thoughts. It's got Derek in it from uh, Step Brothers, right? Yes, uh, uh, yes. Adam Scott. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Now he's Derek. He'll always be Derek in his, <laughs> with his washboard abs. He's always Mr. Leslie Nope to me. So <laughs> Yeah, he is that too, isn't he? 